Hello, people. <laughs> Stone. It's Reg. Oh, man. I don't even know if you're going to keep that in. <laughs> but uh, we, we're going to start this podcast. How you doing, man? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. It's it's it's, it's finally this spring. Looks like we've had two days two consecutive days. of two spring, days. maybe three. <laughs> so I think it might be a time for me to put my Tims away. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Whoa, so it's going it's to be, be interesting. It's still April. <laughs> It's probably going probably going to get like six feet of snow next week. <laughs> I had to keep my galoshes on deck just in case. My fur galoshes. Like, like I only start like putting up my my winter stuff when I start sweating inside my apartment. Then I know. Yeah. Then I know it's it's officially summer. It's officially we're back. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's cool. Like we're we're out here in the streets. It's a lovely day in New York City. Um, hopefully you got a chance to leave your domicile uh i didn't which sucked but it's all good <laughs> uh so yeah what are we talking about today we're going to talk about there's a lot of stuff we need to catch up on a lot, a lot of a lot of musica news uh so you know like i remember last week i was talking about how like there hasn't been anything relevant in music to talk about or i felt like that way and like all my music friends like we're just kind of like talking about like netflix shows and shit the cold dark winter of music you know and now like summer uh, think, speaking of weather, summer looks like it's about to pop off, and you have first you have Drake dropping that he's going to to drop Scorpion, looking like in June Pat Benatar, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But he dropped that right before Kanye decides to 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 just basically do Good Fridays with albums. Yes. Um. So he has Pusha T May twenty fifth, Kanye I guess a seven track album June first. Kanye and Cuddy, uh, which apparently is like um, homegirl, um, you know, Kardashian's favorite is the Kanye Cuddy uh, tape or, or album that comes that comes out on the eighth. Nas produced by Kanye on the fifteenth. Tiana Taylor on the twenty second, and Drake. I, you know, it's funny too because like Drake already has the jackets. <laughs> so he, he he dropped this before Kanye dropped his, but like Drake, you can't change it. You yeah. already, you already have the jackets. It's it's the already jackets say June. It's 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 unlocked. So <laughs> the jackets say June. So it's, it's gonna be the WWE <laughs> of music releases. So uh, so yeah no so May June is going to be complete nuts and complete fire. Um, so I think it's a good time for us to kind of hopefully dissect the situation yeah no and, uh, and, and, and like we discussed before i kind of mentioned to you in email where it's a weird year where all the big like hip-hop r&b people have dropped records i mean i was not really r&b because there's no beyonce or rihanna album in the pipe as we know it but, but i mean that coachella performance is basically yeah, basically, a yeah, yeah basically <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole new mixtape <laughs> But uh, but you have your you know your Kendricks. You've got your Kendrick had the Black Panther. Obviously Drake. You already have your Kanye coming up. You know your J Cole just dropped. You know yep yeah all, all the big guys have dropped. So it's like who you know Future is probably because Future already dropped a couple of singles here and there, and it's been more than like you know two months without the Future album. So we know he's got one. I mean, on it that. takes him like a, a week to make an album. So yeah, I'm sure so. he's in the studio right now. Yeah, so it's gonna, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a lot of things gonna fight out for the summer song. I think, although if we have to be honest with ourselves, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be all Cardi B straight through September. You know, but I mean. I, I would say that, but Drake has already dropped two songs in the summer. True. In the spring. Uh, you know, and I, I, I think this is going to be a very interesting kind of matchup, you know, because you have 
you know, Kanye versus Drake, which is not like, I don't feel like they're going at each other, but they're kind of going at each other. Yeah. And I think this is almost like a Kanye, you remember Kanye versus 50 kind of talking about what the soul of hip hop was. And I remember back in the day, people thought that Kanye was not the soul of hip hop, just like they think Drake is not the soul of hip hop. So it's kind of interesting to see who's going to kind of like come out of the, the fucking cage match. Who's, who's the most materialistic person out of all of them? <laughs> <laughs> who's got the most surface views of anything else? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, Kanye, you know, Kanye, like, coming back is, I mean, look, the dude has mad problems. Uh, I, we're going to have to process. We're going to have to write many think pieces about <laughs> Kanye being a Republican. And what does that mean for hip-hop? <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad that we're, like, we're actively discussing music and we're actively discussing music as art, you know? Yeah, but I feel like with Kanye, the problem is the fact of, I don't even know if he's a Republican as opposed to being a troll. <laughs> is there a difference yeah it's actually it's very true Shots very fired. true but i uh, know it's something where it's i'm happy to talk about the music the only thing is kanye unfortunately it, i guess i guess in this promo campaign leading up to all these records has decided to decisively make it not about the music because it's all about weird pseudo intellectual 101 tweets whereas it's like you know trust somebody you know don't don't like anybody who treats somebody who doesn't owe them badly you know some stuff that is really basic shit like you know be nice to your mother yeah. you know these really basic ass <laughs> philosophy tweets yeah on top of like the little weird political pandering so it's it's going to so unfortunately for him i think it, it'd be nice if he dropped you know a single how about that let's start there yeah i mean i it's it's, it's interesting too cuz like you know, Drake dropped two singles, uh, apparently. So here, here's the thing about Drake. Like, if he puts God's Plan and um, Diplomatic Community and Nice For What on his album, the album actually goes platinum. Oh, nice. Because those single streams will actually count towards the album. Ooh. Which is crazy. Which, I, you know, again, like... <laughs> I love this new math. The data scientists. <laughs> On the OVO crew, I'm sure we'll get get some nice bonuses. Um, but you know, like Drake, Drake's already proven that he he can move mountains. You know, Kanye, I think you know has more of an uphill battle. Although Life of Pablo was an incredible album. You know, it was the last album I actually. And I was thinking about this too when we were talking about like there's not been like that much engaging music this year. Life of, Life of Pablo was so, you know, so great. I remember having a discussion with my friend and we missed our subway stop. Oh, wow. We were like getting in deep conversation because there's like 50 versions of the album. And then it's just like, yo, who are we talking about? Are we talking about like Pablo Escobar or, 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 you know, like Pablo Picasso. Yeah. Like there's all these deep layers with that I, I, I enjoy from, you know, any type of Kanye project. I mean, you know, same thing with uh, Dark Tissus Fantasy. Like it has so many layers to it. Um, it's all it's very cinematic. So I mean, I think, very cinematic. Yeah, like like I I don't think Kanye's gonna win that like popularity battle, but I think he's gonna win like you know the critics' choice. Well, we'll see. Because the thing is about Life of Pablo is and and kind of listening to it more in, in in hindsight after all that went down. Like I love the I love the real time editing of the album. I, I thought that was kind of that the was future. Great. Because yeah. it's kind of cool, whereas it's like, because you'll hear things now where it's badly mastered. So imagine just kind of go in there and just fix it up while it's there, or little mistakes. Yeah. But uh, what I thought was interesting about The Life of Pablo was, I thought it was less about a, a cohesive album, more about like, pick your own Kanye EP. Mm -hmm. Because it felt like 
scattered in that whole album where it was like almost like a mixtape of Kanye stuff. So if you liked your old school Kanye, you could have, you know, No More Parties in LA. Yep. You could have, you know, if you could pick and choose your own Kanye weird EP, which in a weird day of streaming, I guess, is is, is a great idea. Yeah. Where so you it, it depending on if you like your Yeezuses, if you like your 808 and Heartbreaks, if you want something that's a little more R and B, he had like four or five songs tilted towards that playlist that could kind of make it up there. I mean the only thing is with with him now is I don't know He's starting from kind of, I, I don't want to say he's old per se, but you know he's probably around forty now, which is kind of ancient era for for a rapper. He's 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 had a very long career. You know, we were discussing Lil Wayne, where you know Lil Wayne, somebody where you know he was rapping at a relative, you know, he he came on the game at like fourteen, yeah, and then you know. It wasn't even about the age per se, but after a while, this you know rapping at a high level for such a long time kind of caught up with him. So you wonder if that's kind of happening with Kanye also, because it's kind of it's 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 in a weird stage where you know like Drake is still. And if you talk about boxing, Drake is still like you know Floyd Mayweather. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Kendrick still Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Kanye a little little slow. He got a couple of hits to the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> no, no, I, I feel you. I feel you. I, I, I think you know what Kanye kind of like lacks sometimes in you know verbal dexterity. He makes up with like the whole atmosphere of the album, and I, I think, and I think he knows that. He knows that you know him getting back on Twitter is probably might overshadow the album. Yeah, you know, it, it, it might certainly. You know, I mean, there's people I know who are retweeting Kanye like left and right, and those are really, really sad people. <laughs> Retweet, <laughs> like to respect your mother, like, uh, you know, like <laughs> the, the Kanye Nuggets. And I'm not, I'm not gonna call anybody out on this podcast, but you know, look, you know, whatever works for you. Like, I started following Kanye again just because I'm like, I need some some entertainment in my life. You know, so I I fell for it. No, me too. I fought, I, I, but I, I had to. I, he he had he he had to unfollow him. <laughs> my, my thing is the consistency of it. I, I, it'd be one thing if he kind of because at a certain point, even when he would kind of drop these like political like little like little winks, it was there was never any depth to it. If he was on some like you know, I like this person because I believe this idea. Just like I like this, I like this way this this alt right firebrand thinks. It's very. Very vague and very trolly. If they were like, I think, you know, the economic policies are very, you know, or I believe that, you know, the black self-empowerment, yeah, you know, something deeper. But when yeah. it is very much like, this is pretty, <laughs> yeah. of politics, it kind of makes it a little hard to kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and it, it's, it's shit, I, I forgot who that person was, but apparently she essentially says, like, Black Lives Matter is, like, not a real thing. Yeah, and, it, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's it, yeah. Again, I, I, I think hip hop's going to have to come to a reckoning with Kanye. Yeah, and and I think it's, I think it's also the fact of where it's it's like I said, trolly. I, I think that, like you know we could make the discussion where because I remember somebody was making a, an argument of where the black church and by extension a lot of hip hop is actually prosperity, a lot of by bootstraps. There's something there where like. Easy E went to the Republican convention back in the yeah. So there's there's definitely an overlap. But what 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 kind of is this this heartening about Kanye is it, it seems very trolly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it might be. I mean, he, again, he got us. We're talking about it on his podcast. Bastard. <laughs> I might as well show for the album. That bastard. <laughs> Kanye, June first. <laughs> Where's my check? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah, and it's weird because like. It's in this weird. I remember when Kanye got up on stage and it's like the whole Taylor Swift thing, and 
you know, I remember saying like this was staged, like this was staged, blah blah blah. I remember I have a friend who was in the music industry. He's like, no, son, like this, this was just like da, Mac, da, da. Just, just Kanye. He was just like, let um, me go do it. Yeah. So, it, so all that to say, it's like it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell like if this is cold and calculated, and you know, it's it's just like a great marketing ploy to get people to talk about Kanye, or if it's just Kanye being like some crazy badass dude, you know, who's just like Trump. You know, Trump watches Fox News and tweets like this. Kanye's watching like some random chick's YouTube video and just starts tweeting. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing, you know? Um, and it's like, we, we won't know. We, we won't know until the music drops. Like you said, like, like show us the music now. Like yeah. you guys interested, you know, show us the music. Um, but I, I, I do want to say, like speaking of music, like, you know, I do think it's, it's, it's very interesting. Cause I guess Kanye is producing all of these projects. Um, Kanye produced Nas. I'm excited for, but I'm also kind of like Nas needs. I haven't like been excited for a Nas like album in a long time. Um, but Kanye produced Pusha. Pusha's one like my one of my top five MCs. Yeah, Pusha's he's still at a very speaking of people at the prime. Yeah, yeah, he's still in his prime. He's still hungry. He's still like trying to prove something. Although I'm sure he's like pushing forty two. Yeah, you know, um, that's going to be really cool. Uh, you know, this Kanye Cuddy thing might be really interesting. Uh, you know, I, I I think that I I'm not going to really bet against like. You know Kanye, who feels like he has his like back against the wall, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm really, I mean, I don't know if I'm excited as much for the Kanye, like the actual Kanye, like seven track EP, as much as I am like the Kanye, like produced, like Pusha, and like some of the Kanye production that might like come out. I, I'm really am for the Nas album just because, as we all know, the Nas is, has always been a fantastic MC, but if anything's ever kind of like the one dragon you could never slay is good beat like selection traditionally across his works. Like when those beats are dope, he's fantastic. Yeah. When those beats are mediocre, is like a nothing. So I think like Kanye, even Kanye, even Kanye executing producing, I think just helping with beat selection, I think we could have a classic. Plus, I think I think it's it's a time where. It'd be nice to have a couple of OTs kind of come back. I thought like when Jay Z came back last year. Yeah. Even now I'm not a huge fan of four. Um, f- um, f- four forty four. Four forty four. Yep. I think it was still a good look. So yeah. It'd be kind of nice because, like I said, Nas is still rapping at a very high level, also. Yeah. So it'd be nice to have him come back and like do some bars. Um, Tiana Taylor. Oh yeah, we keep forgetting about Tiana. <laughs> I wonder um, why. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, you know, has she ever like? I'm. I remember I was in line with her at coat check at an event and i asked her i was like yo so when's the album coming out and she's like oh i'm in the studio working for pharrell like blah blah, blah. and i don't even think that project ever came out so i don't know if like yeah it's interesting because there's been a lot of tiana taylor music per se i can't even name a tiana taylor album but she's talented i feel like no, she's mad talented yeah i feel like it's one of those things where it's just like you said it's just like oh she's gonna come out eventually we're waiting for we're waiting for this single to hit this kind of way. We're yeah. we're hoping this will happen. We're waiting for you know we're waiting for Drake to hop in the studio and he keeps on missing it, so we're gonna push it back. Yeah, it's something where and like I'm hoping honestly the biggest thing I liked about what he was doing with, with Kanye was like here are the dates. So I'm hoping they stick to those dates. Yeah, I'm hoping that you know there'll be videos for Tiana. I'm hoping that there'll be some Nas stuff. I'm hoping it's not gonna be like, well, you know, we tried and so we're pushing it back to like you know September, Novemberish. Yeah, I mean, but it's like you, I mean, you can do that. Like anything's possible. You can't do that. You you like you put that stuff out there. Yeah, you know, like you can't like you know. I I wish it was more 
Like, I wish it was more of like a good, like if he branded it as a return of, of Good Fridays, I think, because every every day is like a Friday. Like, he, if he did that, I think that'd be really cool because that kind of gives him some leeway to kind of say, oh, this EP is dropping versus this this track versus like this, you know, album. Yeah. But now it's like you've dug in your heels. You know, you're like Drake, you printed the jacket. So <laughs> the streets are expecting it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm sure, sure, he can like delete the tweet, but. Yeah. You know, like, look, we got screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> we will hold you to task. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, yeah, the Tiana album, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I want her to win, um, you know, just because I, I think, like, yeah, she is really talented. I don't think she's ever gotten the right A&R and people behind her, to, like, to really push her career. Um, and I'm happy to kind of see that she's still in it, yeah. you know, because she's, you know, she seems like a nice person, um, but she also seems like somebody that, you know, like she was always on the cusp. Um, and I think like having her name mentioned with with like the Cuddies and the Pushes and the Nazes, like I'm glad to kind of see that happen. Yeah. And and you know? and, a, and a female push also like it's yeah. just like, oh, here's a here's a female coming out, a dope young female. Yeah. Check for it. So I think it's going to be fun. I'm hoping. Knock on wood. Not so many keep to those numbers, and it's not well, you know, this album cycle, push it out to the next one, and you know, we've got a feature coming in of you know, Childish Gambino, maybe that could work instead as the first single, and all the other weird, like, you know, industry talk. And, and it's weird too because it, it might happen, I mean, or it might be something like I would be really happy if Kanye just drops something and then like changes it two days later, like, like <laughs> Pablo, like. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's an eight song EP. Now it's a fifteen song album. <laughs> He's got like Team Impala on there, Metallica. I would fuck, I would fuck with all of that. I would, I, you know what? Tame Impala needs to like like black people love Tame Impala, so like I, it needs to happen, and like they need to do some hip hop. Oh come or, on, they or got just, like it's one dude, it's one dude. But like, but I his- can see them working with with with, with like. A hip hop artist but, and making it work, but they had a Rihanna song. Like at, after that, you got to be like, look, I've I've hit I've hit the echelon of black culture, you know. <laughs> well, it was a Rihanna cover. Like Rihanna, like you know, like covered, you know. But like, like that's the thing is like my song was that dope where she didn't even ask for it to be. She just like came and just <laughs> swagger checked my whole shit. I'm, I'm ready to retire. <laughs> she just Rihanna eyes it, you know what I'm saying? For that little vocoder, little that little. T- Little auto tune timber on there, the little robotic auto tune timber, and that's it. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, like, cause like just the Tame Impala, like the last Tame Impala album, like Mac Groovy, like Matt Sofo, like you could got SZA on there. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You know, you could like, you like, you could, you could hook some stuff up. So <laughs> he's like, I mean, which is why dude is stays in L.A. Apparently, writing all these hits in the, in the background. He's just, you know. <laughs> He could tour with his band or, you know, stay getting these checks. Not yeah. mad. Yeah. Not mad. But we haven't talked about the biggest rap release of 2018. The God, J. Cole. You have words to say about J. Cole. J. Cole. You have, you have, you have words. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I smell the sarcasm <laughs> from across the table. <laughs> I smell it. It's not... <sighs> Here's the thing about J. Cole, and, and I don't want to go in because J. Cole is definitely he's he's one of those. It's 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 you know you've got your Trumpers, not Trumpers. I think the, I think the biggest the biggest online beef is people who like or hate J. Cole, and I, and I and I, and I see why to a certain extent. 
Because my thing is with J. Cole is that, you know, he's definitely a good rapper. It, like, it, he, like, he makes these, these solid pieces of work. But I think he kind of finds himself where, like, I feel like he literally accidentally found himself like one of the most popular rappers in the world. Like, I feel like his his career trajectory, like, it was gonna have him like kind of like be, you know, like he's like the black people logic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, he, he's he's logic. Yeah, in a lot of ways. But he's not because he's somebody where suddenly he's selling, you know, like his streams beat Drake's. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. So he finds himself where even though he's doing this not necessarily popular rap styles. He's kind of at the top of the rap game. Like it'd be really unfair for you to say like who are the most you know top four or five popular rappers. He has to be one of them. Oh yeah. Like you know it's, it's got to be Drake, Kendrick, and J Cole yeah. in the store. I can't yeah. think anybody who might be. And it's always kind of been that way too. He's always been popular. Yeah. He's always gotten like streams and record sales. Like, yeah. He, like he has a fan base that shows up to for him. Yeah. So. And what's weird about him is the fact of where he's got a fan base where on paper he should be able to attract both the, the old heads, the, you know, uh, this rapidy rap, mumble rap stuff. I can't stand it. I like back when my real rappers had real bars. And at the same time, be somebody where he does play with a lot of modern rap tropes. So the reason why his fan base, I won't say it's young, young, but a lot of lot of, lot of people who aren't necessarily old heads like him is because he, you know, he'll have little trap eye hats. He plays around. With, he knows how to play around with modern, a lot of modern rap stylings. Yeah. So he's kind of has both things kind of hammered down. Um, at the same time, I think the problem with J. Cole is the fact of where he finds himself where it's he's very preachy. Yeah. And it's preachy in a way where it's almost condescending at times and also simplistic. Where he's coming at you and he's kind of giving you these narratives of this rapper who's all about the gloss and yada, yada, yada. But... When he kind of kind of goes on these rants, it feels, it feels very much like it's, like you know, it's common sense stuff. Whereas like yeah. kids' drugs are bad. Like this 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 last album is apparently Kod's is based around addiction, and you you hear him kind of talk about you know online addiction, talking about like you know money things like that. Yeah. But what's interesting is the fact of where he's kind of speaking on these these very important topics, but unlike a lot of his contemporaries, I feel like he doesn't very kind of. Like, you know, high school paper kind of way. No, I feel you. I feel you. And the thing about him is I think he's smart enough where, because like when he raps, so his whole big thing is the fact of, you know, he raps with no features. Like that J. Cole fan, like, yo, so-and-so multi-platinum, no no features. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with him also, where I think he's stuck up his own ass a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries ways to get out of it because like he'll rap from people's perspectives, but it's... It's even when he does that, it feels very simplistic, and he doesn't really like feel like he kind of he there's any empathy there, yeah. as opposed to like let's say you've got your Kendrick, where Kendrick is there, and Kendrick is throwing a lot of socio political things at you, but he's never judgy. Yeah. So Kendrick, you know, Kendrick is somebody where you feel like you know he's rapping from his drunk uncle, he's rapping from an alcoholic, yep. he's rapping from you know the, hip the hypocrisy of somebody being pro-black but shoot somebody in the face because you know you get into a fight at a bar. Like he has all these kind of nuances where J Cole is very much like you know gun violence bad, so and so bad, yeah. so and so bad. Yeah. And on this album, I was hoping you kind of switch it, 
but he really hasn't. Like there's there's some really good songs on this, but even then a lot of the really good songs feel like really good album cuts as opposed to like, oh, this is the epiphany moment. Yeah. Like, like the the to me the best song on the album as far as like the most hard hitting is the last song. And that's just him saying, you know, back on his magical mountain kind of saying, you know, all you trap niggas suck, you know what I'm saying? To put it you know, oh, all you 19, little nineteen eighty five. Yeah, nineteen eighty five where he's yeah, back yeah. on and then like and then even though it's kind of a cliche J. Cole song, he kinda sends the fire there. He's, there's times where he kind of reaches greatness, like on, um, like ATM is a good song. I love it yeah, a lot. I love that song. But I wish he would kind of like, I think he would just let a couple more people in. Like it's, it's, and it's rough because he produces, he does the hooks, like everything's in house. Yeah. So as an album itself, you really can't, the man is talented as fuck. You can't get that away from him. But I think it'd be something where if you could kind of have somebody come in there and maybe sing a hook. Maybe have somebody else play the perspective of one of the rappers. Yeah. Maybe kind of collaborate, kind of get out of that little world. He'd be kind of a little more widely respected because I kind of get the idea of where people kind of say he's a snooze fest because it really is a lot of fucking J. Cole in yeah. one, one, one song. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny too because like if there's like people who love and hate J. Cole, if, if it's like if that's a Venn diagram, I'm kind of in the middle. <laughs> you know, like he, he, he would never probably be on my top five or ten rapper lists um you know by you know number one i like woke j cole you know because he wasn't you know whatever he was doing before was yeah. not woke j cole it, it, it was, he was play, yeah boring logic yeah, yeah it was, he, was, he was logic he yeah. was like prototypical logic basically um but yeah i mean i i, I think like my problem with j cole is like it, it's it, it just lacks something right so uh atm is great uh Brackets is great. Brackets is great too. Brackets is great because like I like the J. Cole tax plan, I, I endorse. <laughs> <laughs> we should be able to choose. <laughs> As somebody had to who had to write the IRS a big fucking check <laughs> this past week, we should choose where our tax dollars should go. Yes, okay, I approve. <laughs> Um, you know, in nineteen eighty five was great too. Like I, I thought it's it is super preachy. It wasn't a diss. I, I, I did love how, like, these mumble rappers were in their feelings. Like, Lil Pump was like, how are you going to diss a 17-year-old? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I thought that was great. I thought that was, like, as an old man or older man, I thought that was amazing. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> he wasn't even dissing you, number one. <laughs> number two, I thought you were so tough. Like, you, I mean, you know, the like, dude was just trying to tell you how to spend your shitty ass record deal money. Yeah, it was very light tabs. <laughs> this is not anything deep. Like, you know, he's just like, he's basically like, yo, like, you're young. I was young. Like, all, like, your fans are going to evaporate. Your money's going to evaporate. Like, invest in something. Yeah. Like, and it's preachy. It's mad preachy. It's mad preachy. And I, I think, you know, like maybe somebody like a Kendrick would be like, "Yo, I understand where you're coming from. You come from nothing. You have everything now. Like, you know, little, little pump like or like destroy a Bentley in this video. Like, <laughs> you know, those are things that you won't, you you now have the the funds to do, even though it's like you know fucking record money advance funds. Like, you're able to do that. But you know, so I feel you, bro. But also like just just. You know, get a little financial advisor. Yeah. Whereas, like, J. Cole's like, get a financial advisor. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I feel you. I, I, I think, like... J. Cole's a teacher in dangerous minds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. And it's, it's, like, yeah, there's something about J. Cole that just, like... I, you know, there's a track on here um, that basically is... I'm, I'm looking at my notes right quick. 
because it it seemed like it was a compl- motivate motivate yeah which is a complete like Kendrick Lamar ripoff and like he tries to like do this rap fast like Kendrick Lamar and kind of like third person and shit you know and like you know and I feel like my problem with J Cole is like, I I do feel like there's other rappers that can do what he's trying to do like trying to trying to be conscious. You know, over these kind of like some, you know, some of these beats are like kind of more old school, like almost premiere like beats. Yeah. I feel like somebody like Kendrick or somebody like even Lupe Fiasco could do it better. You well, know, they, I, I think I think they plain do it better. I feel yeah. like I, I'm not a big I, I'm not a huge at times I dislike Lupe Fiasco, but I could I will never say that what he's doing is not a high level. And it's not smart and it's not good. Like, yeah. It may not be my cup of tea, but I understand it. Kendrick, you know, everybody loves Kendrick, so that's self-explanatory. Yeah, but like you were saying, it's it's something where, and it's 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 I'm not. He's very talented. It's just a fact of where I don't think he's. I don't think he can handle the production, the hook writing, yeah. and the lyrics, and have it not come off being very preachy. Yeah, and I think too. I think you know he really need. I mean, he needs a Kanye to executive produce. Like he needs somebody. I think in the booth of him or in like behind the boards of him to kind of like help him make some of these decisions. Because yeah, it's just like it really, like I said, it, it lacks something to me. You know, it lacks that gravitas. It lacks that like extra like one hundred and ten percent. You know, and then, you know, I, I know he has Dreamville, but like he doesn't really have somebody like he has boys, but he didn't have like a crew like OVO or he didn't have like a good music. He didn't have like this backing behind him to kind of tell him, no, that's 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 going to suck. Yeah. You know, and I think it's it's it, it shows in all of his projects. You yeah. Know? And even, though, you know, I like the Forty Hills Drive. I think that's that's obviously his best album. Um, well, everything before that was just to me trash. Um <laughs> And even his last album before this, I thought was just, you know, it was literally just him like, oh, I had this vision. I'm just going to like execute like the all eyes on me. Yeah. You know, um, but again, like there's moments of greatness with this album that I think, you know, like I'm going to be bumping ATM. I'm going to be bumping, you know, uh, brackets. I'm going to be bumping 1985. Like there's moments of greatness here, but like, I don't think I'll bump the rest of the album. Yeah. You and, know? and I think he kind of misses the point where you really can't be that preachy. Like, you know, like meditate, don't medicate. Like it's kind of like it's, it's, and, and I think that's where with like a, like a Kanye or a lot of other conscious rappers where it's, it's, it's more than that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's abuse at home. It's things. And I think they're able to kind of dance, you know, in a bore, he'll throw something out there where these characters are kind of like, you know, the, the solution, it's almost seems very Christian-y if that makes any word away. Where nah, it's just I like, mean, definitely, yeah, yeah, like A plus B equals C, where if you're doing this bad thing, if you stop doing this bad thing, everything will be all good. Yeah. And I think it's not necessarily the way kind of the world works. There's a lot of nuances there. Now, don't get me wrong. I've got no, I've got no issue with people telling Lil Pump to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please, we need more of that in the world. But at the same time, you've got to be at a point where, you know, you've got to have that empathy. And I think, like you said, he's, he's missing that. And I think if he had more people around him to kind of like, you know, show him the way, kind of give him different perspectives as opposed to, because you know, we all see these things. Because it's easy for all of us to sit there and say, hey, 
these kids are fucking up. And that's yeah. that's an easy thing. And that's why I don't like necessarily the old heads doing that in hip hop because yeah. it's very easy to be like, oh, you mumble rappers all suck, yada, yada, yada. But not realizing that what were they doing, you know, when they were 20, oh, where course. they might have been rapping at a high level, but they were shooting at <laughs> on the block at a dude who looked at them funny. You know of, what I'm saying? Of course. Running from NYPD, where it's like we can't really have it both I mean, ways. And, and, and real talk, a lot of these quote unquote conscious rappers. You know they they have it. They, you know they're misogynist. Yeah. Like they have, you know, like real talk. Like nobody's a hundred percent perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah. I mean, I, I. Yeah, and I think again, like you, you can't have. When you mention like Christian, like that makes a lot of sense because I feel like when you go to church, you there's like literally kind of like sometimes these dualities. Yes. Like all you have to do is follow the word of God. And like you'll be saved, and everything will be taken care of, you know. And, and you know, unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah, you know, especially if you lost your job or you have you know issues, you know, paying your rent, and, like things like that. Like, you know, you're probably could be your environment. Like, so yeah, you're probably going to like smoke up, or you, you know, like whatever. Like, and yeah, I, I think it's it's very much, and I think too, I don't want to bring class into this, but I know J Cole is like. You know, not from like the hood hood. Yeah. You know, so I think there's some class issues there as well. Um, and not to like, I, I don't want to get into a whole deep discussion about that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, 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 I, I think that's, that's what makes it, it lacks that groundedness. You know, I think like he, he understands like, you know, what wokeness is. And he understands what blackness is and what being black in America is, but it lacks that grounded, you know, focus of, maybe why like he doesn't really address the why he addresses like the you know yeah like like and and, and again there's nothing wrong with that but I, you know i i could definitely because it's true like if if you're if you're doing xyz if, if if you're using violence to get through if you're self-medicating if you're doing any of those things those things are wrong but the thing is even those people trapped in those cycles ultimately know it's wrong of course. like it's not like it's not like those kids you know shooting each other you know and get showing up for each other's funerals like oh this is fun like, yeah. so that's why sometimes you kind of have to make the narrative a little deeper yeah and that's why i think he's just kind of missed the mark and that's why i think people kind of like call him out on that consistently yeah, yeah. as they should yeah. as they should uh so yeah uh j cole you know look props to him um he beat Drake's streaming record which i was not expecting yeah no it's and, uh, and it's 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 and like it's i think it's good i think even though we're kind of critiquing him i, I like i like it because he's not You've got Drake, you've got Kendrick, and you've got Cole, which are three totally different rappers, and I think it's great for the game. I, I think it's beautiful. Um, and I, I think too, like, look, I, I'm, I'm not anti mumble rap. I think mumble rap, like, there's some some hits there, but um, I do think uh, as an older a dude who kind of kind of grew up on old school hip hop, it's kind of good to see. <laughs> Some old old school hip hop, or now you know, like some some quote unquote traditional hip hop, put some numbers on the board. Yeah, uh, let's just keep it at that. Um, so yeah, you know, props to J Cole. You know, um, you know, don't diss us. <laughs> I, I want J Cole diss. I want any any rapper to diss us. Like, I, I would cause increase our numbers. Yeah, what's, what 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 bar is gonna come? <laughs> you ain't not you're not from the yo pod. Y'all ain't podcasters from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Increase our numbers. Y'all are podcasts from the bodega. Yo, J. J. Cole, come at us. Come <laughs> at us. Uh, so let's let's talk about some new music. Uh, so uh, you start. Well, I'll start. I've been listening to. I've been listening to 
because the weather's changing a lot of summer stuff. That's right. As you should. Getting get my daytime party on. I'm about to go get the brand new chucks. You know what I'm saying? The nice little, you know, the little khakis, perhaps a little polo pop, collar popper happening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Pocket protector, full geek. But uh, what I've listened to is um, there's a dude out there who actually produces, like a songwriter, producer, like Kalani, um, a rapper out there, rapper, singer, well, I guess rapper, Duckworth. And then, um, so he has a new song that's more of a like, solo joint. Mm-hmm. His name is, uh, and it's, 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 all right, so here, it's Channel, and it's spelled T-R-E-S, so I would say it's Channel Trez, but you know, but you know, it could be Channel Trey because he's West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you're old. <laughs> channel Trey, tra- Channel Treze. Yeah, Treze can't, I don't know, 100%. <laughs> What's your government name, son? What's your government name? Uh, but it's dope because it's just, it's solid fun house music and yeah. not fun house music because I, I used to have a friend of mine where uh, and I, it's, I don't think he came up with the term but he used to kind of crack a joke about it he used to call certain house music he used to call it breeder house he <laughs> he was queer and his and his thing was the fact of where you've got this house music where it's so like you know there's flutes and there's everything else and it's almost you know very house music for soccer moms basically where of this, it's not, it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's almost a little Dean Funkish. Yeah. Whereas it's a little more a beat, the, the court, the, the, the sense of going to go the little funky, like it's a little funky, little, like it's just a funky house song. Yeah. And it's fun. So, um, it's called Controller. He's got the video where it looks even all LA'd out and you got the LA sun. It's just, it's just like a little fun song where it's been a while since that, that the house resurgence I thought would actually happen never actually kind of hit yeah so whenever these little nuggets kind of come down I get really happy same way why I still try to pray for Azealia Banks every day <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a dope fun song and I'm hoping that he'll drop a project like similar to this and it's just I guess there's nothing wrong it's just it's happy ass dancey music which I feel like even in the era of where turn up and everything else and yada 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 there's not that many new songs you can kind of sit there if you know somebody you know what's going on you see the girl you, you see the guy lock the eyes go up that little two step and start dancing together it's a perfect song for that and I like it yeah no definitely definitely and I, and I heard this, this track today and I'm like yo I'm here for it you know cause I, I you know as much as I love hip hop um, and hip hop, you know, with all the shit that's been happening to black people <laughs> for the past, <laughs> I mean, well, look, for the past century, but, you know, now social media is, is kind of pushing a lot of stuff to light and we have Black Lives Matter. So, like, hip hop has become, you know, on one end, the conscious side, and then the other end, on, like, the fuck America side, with, like, mumble rap. It's become, like, the voice of black America again. Um, and I think, you know, 10 years ago, we kind of had, like, artists kind of branching out into house music and branching out into, like, indie rock and branching, you know, kind of flirting with those different sounds. We had, like, a Santa Gold, Jay Davey, you know, um, Spank Rock, like, and, like, you know, we had these kind of, like, uh, this, like, mishmash of different cultures and things like that. And now it's, it's gone completely in the other direction. So I'm here for anybody that's going to bring that kind of vibe back. Yeah. I, I think there's there's so many levels to blackness, and I feel like there's so many levels to, like, black music. Like, house music is black music. Yes. You know, it came from <laughs> black <laughs> black people. It came from, like, black neighborhoods. Um, and I think, you know, I like there. I, I remember there's people who kind of, like, want to invalidate that. 
Um, even like 10 years ago, like, you know, Baltimore Club was kind of trying to bubble up and people were like, what is this? Like the BPMs are too high. Yeah. You know, like and things like that. And I think now, you know, like you talk about Azalea Banks, who like if she wasn't who she was, I think she would have led that charge. Um, you know, she had way too many like personal issues. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm here for anybody who, who wants to make like light summary house music, but it's still kind of like got dark like the dude's like you know like the video and the dude's voice like it still kind of has a dark like undertone and the, and the video has a lot of like like even though it's sunny la a lot of shady la yeah you know it's, it's not everything's that perfectly sweet but you know that's the way that's the way it is now <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's not like you know it's still kind of like that get that tweak of like darkness I yeah think. which i you know again like like it, it still calls back to like maybe some of the more senses you know whatever um, and it's super black, you know, but it still kind of has those elements. But oh, he's got a he's got the perfect black daddy mustache. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, but uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 one of those tracks that like again, like just, you know, we need more of these kind of like summary house tracks, things like that. Like, so yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so yeah, I'll 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 talk. Uh, I started listening to this. I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce this band's name. <laughs> it's like Krangbin. Krabin? Krangbin. Krangbin. There's actually a track. There's like a little interlude on their album where they try to like Krong explain <laughs> like their name and spell it out to somebody. It's like as a recording, you know, it's like somebody's like Krangbin. Krang, and like, I guess the lead singer trying to spell it out to them. And I listen to that. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> But there's like there's this trio from Houston, Texas, um, and originally I think I was kind of like surfing through YouTube and their video popped up, and I just remember like there's a big black dude who's like a member of the group, and he's like two kind of hippie white people, drummer, and yep. I'm just like yo, okay, like again, I want I'm trying to bring back 2008 when <laughs> hipsters. And black people were all hanging out because black people didn't understand that the hipsters were going to gentrify them out of the neighborhood. <laughs> so we're all like partying together and shit, you know. United by our love of cheap booze <laughs> and DJ culture. It was like, there's like this just two to three year, like, you know, perfect harmony <laughs> on the East Coast where like all, yeah. So mm. for the rent was still payable. <laughs> yeah. You still can afford to, you know, pay the rent, you know, like, you, could, you know, the, the laws aren't so extreme. So you could add the hipsters and the regular black folks smoking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and drinking cheap alcohol in the same venue. <laughs> Everybody was hollering at each other. It was, it was a beautiful utopia it's, of it young. A, it was a beautiful time. It was a, and then like, you know, of course, like the, 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 the art kids became like creative directors and, you know, <laughs> fucking hedge fund managers. And that was the And the rest is history. But, um, but no, so I saw that and I was like, oh shit. And basically, it's a three piece. They make uh, this really kind of cool, like, I wouldn't call it totally psychedelic, but it's just like the psychedelic music. Um, um, I, I think if you like something like tobacco or even like Unknown Memorial Orchestra or um, even like a Tame Impala, I think you would like what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of vocals. It's, it's very instrumental. And like they'll have a track. And it'll be like five minutes of instrumental, and then they'll start singing some chorus <laughs> in the last thirty seconds. <laughs> it's like a weird, yeah. It's, it's it's super weird, and you you either like it or you don't, you know. And I think like they don't really care. 
you know, like I, I don't want them to make like a pop track. You know, yeah. this is just like their vibe, their their you know their level. Um, they've been popping up like in a lot of places, like Pitchfork. In, they did a session for NPR Music. Um, you know, so I, I think I'm a little bit late to the game. Um, but they have this album that is, I guess, like you know, the album that they're kind of circulating. And so the 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 band is called Krung Bin, which is like t- like Thai for airplane. Yeah. But their album is called Contodo El Mundo, which is like something with the world, I guess, <laughs> which is Spanish. And it's just like if you if you haven't like tuned out, then you you probably will fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, it's cool. Like it's 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 like you know I I've been playing it uh, for the past couple of days at work because it's like super, super soothing, super like relaxing. Um, the lead singer is a female. She has a really like kind of soothing voice, you know, and like she'll come in at the end and it's like it like it sets this like really soothing mood. So if you're stressed out at work or like whatever, like it, to me it's like the perfect kind of like I gotta get work done album. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan. What I like about them is the fact of where, and I think going back to even like the, their name and the name of the album is that I won't say that they're. Uh, it's it's they're they know, and particularly now, like music is flat. So this 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 yeah. it is a, even if now it's so as hard as it is to catch up with everything that's coming out new. There's so much shit that we miss that's old. Yeah. So what they've been doing is kind of like going back and mining like what was happening in the 70s, like funk music, but like Thai funk music, Vietnamese yeah. funk music, things that are happening in the Middle East, things that are happening in Mexico. There's like these dope ass, just like things that people would kill the sample for, but it kind of fell to the cracks because, you know, at that time, you know, as Americans, nobody cared. It was it was yeah. a dude who would go out there in a small band somewhere, go in there, cut a record, and it would get forgotten by time. So they're so they're just know to like kind of go back there and kind of just pay homage to these bands. So what's good about that is the fact of where I think there's a lot of like dope stuff happening there. I want to bring it to a weird topic, Action Bronson. So Action Bronson okay. <laughs> had a album a couple of years ago called Blue Chips. Mm-hmm. So in that there was a guy a producer called Party Supplies. So basically Action was saying how all they did was raid like old Turkish like all these world funk music records just yeah. for the album. And the album was flames just off the beats. Like you could just take him off and just play those and it's kind of similar to what they're doing. So it's kind of great to kind of hear like basically like American music kind of reflected back kind of like like Fella where yeah. Fella grew up listening to James Brown. And he took his influences, put them both together, sent it right back to us. So it's kind of hear, cool hearing like this, the psychedelic rock, which is very, you know, you know, psychedelic rock funk, which is very, you know, very westernized, you know, westernized of minority westernized. These people are taking it, listening to it, and getting it right back to us. But like, you know, with their own flavor mixing, it's fucking dope. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible, and, and I think it's 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 hard to explain unless you listen to it yeah you know it's like like i said you either fuck with it or you don't um but if if you probably listen to this podcast you probably fuck with it um but yeah like and the the, the most interesting thing like speaking of rappers i feel like they're going to either get sampled or have a rap collaboration oh yeah (laughs) it's 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 funky as shit like that's the thing funky as hell it's like you know i i feel like that's going to happen within like the next year yeah, like like hands down, it's it, it's ripe for sampling, and like you said, it's like they sound like you know a Thai funk band, 
that you would probably like if you crate dig, you know, you pull out of an album. Like they, that's what they sound like, you know. So it's just ripe for a producer to just like go in and like start sampling them. It'll be just them and Tame Impala running around L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out, right? Making no music themselves, just writing songs, getting that LA paper. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, it's so funny too because, like, I remember so back in the day on Cal Sessions podcast, we interviewed Sharon Jones and Kanye sampled Sharon Jones, not knowing that Sharon Jones was like recent. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Kanye thought I was like, oh shit, this is like sixty soul record. <laughs> Deep. You know, for some reason it was on C D <laughs> on sale for eleven ninety nine, but I thought it, you know, I thought so, it was just a coincidence. Yeah, so I mean it, you know, it happens. It happens. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I said, you know, like it, it it's it's like my favorite album, one of my favorite albums like of, of the end like and all my favorite albums are, you know, are like all mad ecliptic. So like like it's on the Kimmet, and like now this album is just like one becoming like one of my favorite albums. Awesome, yeah. What you got? Well, what I've listened to, I've listened to speaking speaking of uh of music that got remixed. Uh, Kachinata, Robert Glasper. I, I listened to that. All right, so here's the thing. So I think Rob, I love Robert Glasper, one of my favorite musicians out there. He does a lot of dope stuff. Sometimes some of the stuff is a little boring, and I I think it's less. It's less about him, but I think his collaborators. So the last Art Science album was good, but some of the singers, some of some of the little melody ideas were a little kind of boring. But musically, it's still hitting. But you're just like, oh, it's, it's not the way some of his old stuff was. And I, and I don't think it's just necessarily. It's just like anything else, because by the nature of what they do as jazz musicians, some nights are great, yeah. some nights are just all right. You know what I'm saying? But they're always playing the fuck out. I actually liked it just because I felt like Keichinata kind of coming in there and putting his little funk in it. I thought it was a little, it, it, it made it a fun album. Now, is it going to be something where, like, oh shit, I'm going to, I can see this make a huge hit single that's going to be fucking pumping for, like, you know, it's, like, going even go back to what we were just discussing before. It's going to hit the levels of, say, uh, like, like I said, like, it's like Channel Trez, where it's like in that same kind of weird summer playlist type thing. I feel like they could kind of both lie in that same kind of world. All right, so I listened to this today, and all right, so first off, shouts to Robert Glasper. Um, you know, he played our South by show. Like, I fuck with him heavy. Like, good, good dude. Um, I was not really moved by this. Really, uh, and it's only because. I was, you know, like, like I felt like K. Tronada doing quote unquote remixes. It basically just sounded like a Robert Glasper album. Like I, I feel like there's nothing that K. Tronada added to this that made it sound different from like any other Robert Glasper project that I've, I've listened to. And and I could actually see that, and I, and I actually agree to a certain extent. But and this sounds, and I don't want to critique art science too much. But I think that's what was missing of the last Art Science album was it felt like it was less Glasper and more of his collaborators. So for Kitchener to kind of come in there and kind of make it more pure Glasper, I thought kind of made it a better work. Now, here's the thing. You can make the argument that this is Glasper on autopilot to a certain extent, but at the same time. True. But I, I like I said, it's... And, and, but, yeah, sorry. You no, know, from being mildly disappointed from that album to this one, I was like, oh, this, I like this. this. This is kind of fun. And that's, fun, that's my second, like... Um that's my second critique is like it did sound like Glasper on autopilot plus Kate Tronada kind of like maybe adjusting to Glasper whereas I 
when I heard, oh shit, Katrina remix, I'm thinking it's going to be some crazy ass house. Yeah, future house. Future house. 808 samples, you know, smeared like... synths, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not. Um, and it sucks because I, I, I think, you know, if I want to have Katrina like on my project, that's what I would bring in Katrina for. True. Um, not so much to just like bring in somebody who's outside, especially somebody like Katrina who's like, his lane is house music. His lane is, you know, like whatever. Um, bringing him in to like mimic me. Yeah. You know, um, and I, and I kind of felt like if, it, if this was like, cause I didn't actually listen to the original, uh, Idol Science album. Um, but like if, if this was the original one, I think I'll be like, okay, cool. This is like a dope Glasper album, but I was expecting so much more of K Trinata. Yeah, I you know, know you're saying. Yeah, you, you wanted him to bring the yeah. brand of a style that I was just kind of left a little disappointed. Why bring in the Superstar Remixer if all he's going to do is kind of basically just slightly reproduce everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially if, you know, Kate Trinata comes from that like house EDM world where a remix is a remix, you know? Um, so, yeah. Um, but no, no, like it's, 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 it's cool to see them together. Like, I, you know, I, I want Kate Trinata to win because I, I, I feel like he's, he's, not enough people know who he is. We, we, we've actually said this. I feel like he's. I feel like it's sad how slept on. Like Madonna should be calling him up. Yeah. Like like there's there's no reason why. Like this guy makes dope, dope I, dance music and with a poppy dancey side. You like know, there's no reason why he can't. Yeah, I don't even know. And and, and that's the thing too. Like, like I mean, I know there's like a bunch of Canadian beef between Montreal and and like Toronto. It's like the New York and L.A. of of like. Or like the New York and Boston of, of of like cities in Canada, but like I'm surprised like Kachina hasn't done anything with OVO and like you know work with that crew because I, I you know I, I feel like you know even though Kachina is like way more like funky house and OVO is way more kind of like African you know like whatever like I could see him producing for for a Drake yeah you know I could see him kind of like stepping his game up and like doing something like that even if it's just a remix more life he would have been perfect on more life he would have been perfect on more, more yeah. life so I don't know I'm I'm sh- there had to be some calls like made but I don't know if there's beef there or like whatever <laughs> um, I like, don't like know. the six <laughs> it's all in French <laughs> this angry French the text six. <laughs> Um, uh, my Montreal people are gonna kill me. <laughs> my butchering of friends, but um, you know, yeah. So I, I want Country Night to win. Um, you know, so I, 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 I hope that he's able to kind of broaden his horizons and you know, look like hopefully work with some like some some star level talent. Because I think that's kind of what he's missing right now. He's still super underground, you know. Um, cool. So let's let's round this out. Like I have a late edition. Um, and I know I don't know if you want to talk about the Princess Nokia, but all right, I'll make this one quick. I I love her. I I've, I've watched I watched her play a shitty loft years ago, and I and every, it feels like every year or two I'll see her, and she's gotten better as an MC. Yeah. Um. I, and just a performer and everything else. Enough where I saw her play House of Fans, and she had all her fans there, and she was very respectful, and like mm-hmm. you just kind of felt like this, like um this this um. This energy there, yeah. That particularly because you know, it's like all a lot of like like music venues. It's a whole bunch of guys in the bill. It's it's that night. I think it was uh, half rap, half some rock, and it's a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah. But she comes out. She's rapping to women, and you just kind of feel this energy. It's like fantastic. So, I give her props for this album. <laughs> 
because it's brave. Because once you said it's coming off an emo album, I'm thinking it might be like, you know, Uzi Vert. Yeah. My girl went full Midwestern accent. Are you serious? With auto-tuned vocal fry. Wow. Like it's it's like her vocals are totally like Minneapolis folk. Yeah. And then so the thing is, I give her respect because who you who, who would have thought that, you know, a rapper from the Bronx could kind of make this transition. Yeah. Now the only thing is I think it could definitely needed a lot more time in the oven. Yeah. A lot more time in the oven. But uh I kind of give her respect for the kind of transition that she kind of made. Like like maybe like um this this one, I think it's Look Up Kid or Look Out Kid, which I love. Like there's there's two tracks on there which are solid. Mm. But even then I feel like they could have used a little more kind of but it but I, I could never really like but like I said, it's 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 cool to kind of see her kind of make this pivot because I would love to see how she kinda incorporates this back into her music after after you know, like yeah. an album two or three from, from that point on. Yeah. Yeah. Not for you. Yeah. Not for you. Um, so I haven't, I haven't, I did not check that out. Um, I actually stumbled upon this dude, um, James Tillman. All right. Um, so he's from DC. Um, he essentially, so he makes R and B, but like, it's, I can't describe his vibe. Like I can't tie it to any, like when you say R and B, like that has such a connotation to it. Um, I, I would say the closest person you could think of is like Michael Kiwanoka or whatever, that dude. All right. Yeah, so it's like, it's kind of folksy in a lot of ways. It's still soulful, but it has like a lot of like folk qualities to it. All right. And I'm just like, oh shit, this is, yeah, it's like super, like his voice is like super like soothing, I guess. Um, but it's not, and, and it has a hint of soul, but it's, it, he also kind of like, it's channeling that folk vibe or that indie rock vibe. What's the music like? It's hard to explain. It's super hard to explain. And it's like, I would say it's like acoustic soul. Okay. Um, but again, it's like when you think acoustic soul, you're thinking of like, I don't know, like fucking Lauren Hill. Like <laughs> and it's like, it, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's hard, like literally hard to describe. Um, and he has two projects. Like one was called Shangri La. And this popped up on my Apple Music, um, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is dope!" And that was actually from 2014. And then he has this other one called Silk Noise Reflex, which is like his album that came out in 2016. And I'm just like, "Oh shit, like this is dope music." And I couldn't find that much on him um, that was like current. And I was like, "Ah oh, man, and, you know," because like. It sucks when you find an artist on SoundCloud and you realize it's like it's a track from 2013 and you see like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else. Um, and fortunately, I stumbled upon this Instagram and he just he's uh, supporting um, this artist, Charlotte Day Wilson. All right. Uh, which I don't know if you're familiar with. Uh, she's from Toronto. She's kind of OVO affiliated. Um, well, actually, I actually put out a really great EP, I think, in 2016. So she supports, he's supporting her on that tour, uh, which is great. Um, so they just rolled through Brooklyn. And I missed it. And there's like two sold out nights in Toronto. Uh, so he's like touring. Like he's, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fade back to the day job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he <laughs> Yeah, he's from DC. He probably like he was probably like me and my day job working for the government or something, you know. Like even, you know, so he's not like you know working back at like Department of Energy or something. Like he's, he's actually on tour. Like you know, they just rolled through. 
I think like Brooklyn Steel or like one of those venues in Brooklyn, like maybe like a month ago, like in March. Oh, good for them. So like he's still like touring on this project. Um, and I'm like, I'm really happy because like the, the, the music is great. And I think like, again, like it's hard to describe, like you just have to listen to it. And it's like, there, I, there's no, he hasn't really had, like I said, Mac, Michael Kiwanuka is probably like the closest contemporary with like the like, folksy soul, you know? Um, and I think it's, it's, it's really cool to hear cause he's American. It's like, you know, you, you don't have to. Like, I feel like when you say soul music American, like you think Tank. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to Tank though. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Tank song on the radio. Woo! I love. I love. I love. <laughs> <laughs> that, I actually, I, I saw I saw Tank perform. I don't know. Have you heard the song like when we when we fuck? Yeah, as I said, t- t- Tank. Tank got his. <laughs> His dirty R and B on for quickness this last album. Like, and I'm just, I, I I saw him perform that during Grammy weekend, and like I, people were kind of laughing because they were like, "Yo, this shit is serious." It's like, this, oh, "Oh shit, this is serious." He's he, this guy is serious. Um, but props to remember when uh, Brian McKnight was debating on doing something similar. He had that little weird like YouTube project. Yeah, and then, and then people were like, "This sucks," and I was like, "No, you guys are horrible. I want to hear dirty R and B." From Brian McKnight, like I need this in my life. I need it. I need him talking about sucking on titties. I I need I need to I need somebody because I love the because R and B is a weird place where you've got you've got like these like these classes you know where it's like you know I'm keeping it you know show up to your Maxwells where it's very yeah and then you've got these guys on the other side where it's absolutely filthy where it's like yeah we yeah, just no. you know <laughs> anal all the time you know that's the name of, like the name of a song. <laughs> So it's kind of, it kind of sucks to kind of hear those two things. What I would love to kind of hear is kind of like you know just to hear Maxwell, you know maybe maybe a little, a little bit out there to see what happens, you know just 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 to see just, just for shits and giggles because because to me it's such comedy. Like when Tank has that song, I just don't I can't imagine like actually anybody like <laughs> making passionate love to a Tank song per se. But live has got to be fantastic to hear. It was again like if you haven't heard the song before and you're not a Tank fan, it, it sounds like comedy. <laughs> it sounds like we were like, oh shit, is this like sketch comedy? It sounded like <laughs> this shit is not real. Uh, all that to say, um, you know, support this dude. Uh, I, I think like uh, James Tillman, like I said, he's he's on tour right now. I think he's doing some East Coast dates. Uh, I think he's in Toronto right now. Like they're showing him love up there. So. Um, you know, again, like just a different flavor of R and B. If if you don't like Tank, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note, yeah, on that note, oh, we should wrap it up. I'll be playing Tank, light some candles, <laughs> pass for the uh, adult movie on the screen. <laughs> so if you if you're out here and you're listening to us, as always, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, shit, hit us up on GitHub. GitHub. <laughs> I'm on GitHub. Hit me up. Get your code on. You know what I'm saying? Get your code on. Um, but no, like, like I, I, I do have to say, like, we, we're in this. Like, people have reached out, and the, like, people are listening slowly but surely, and giving us like some really good props and feedback and things like that. So, really much appreciated. Um, and like I say, if you're listening, tell your friend, mama, sister, brother, cousin. Tell them to holler at us. Tell them to holler. (laughs) Later, guys. All right. Take care. Peace. Peace.